How's it going? I'm Coco. And this is Mike. And this is Rock and Vino, the podcast where we talk about wine and music and how the two go so well together. I have to remember how to do this part. You can find us many places. You can find us on the Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on TuneIn, rockandvino.com, on Twitter and Facebook, at Rock and Vino, and Instagram. Don't forget that either. There are many places to find us. Many, many places. There's, so there's no excuses. Exactly. <laughs> As I like to say, if you can't find us, it's your own fault. <laughs> and so today we're, uh, we're clearing our throats because we just got back from after talk. <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> and, uh, and we're here with our friend Natalia. She was there as well for both days. Say hello. I was. Hi. So she's good to not, see you guys. She's not shy. Don't be shy. No, but thanks for having me. It was a really <laughs> great weekend on many fronts. And you went for both days, right? I did. Both Saturday and Sunday. So leading up to the festival who were who was everybody excited to see i know who my list was who were you guys excited to see uh i would say alice in chains only because yeah. i've seen them a couple of times both times with little Will, Will, william duval that's like a nice tongue twister for a second <laughs> um and they're just incredible. Like Jerry Cantrell, I'm pretty sure he's got to be drinking like virgin's blood. That guy does not age. <laughs> Seriously. He's just incredible. So I was really looking forward to that. Shine Down always puts on a good show. Love them um, so much. I was looking forward to seeing Jonathan Davis solo mm-hmm. because I haven't heard a lot of his solo stuff. So I kind of wanted different. to see how it differed from Corn, especially since I just saw them in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, a bunch of the little bands. I wanted to f- discover some new bands that I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to make sure to get to the uh, to the smaller stage on occasion. Um, and then, of course, the uh, the discovery stage up front, because there were also some unknowns to me. So Right. You yeah. know, see some goodies and then hopefully find some new ones. Yeah. How about you, Mike? I was there. I mean, Shine Down, obviously, yeah. is the oh, big yeah. one for me. They're just Woo-hoo. an am- <laughs> amazing okay. live band. Uh, I want to see Godsmack. They're always fun. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see Red Sun Rising. More on that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was actually dying to ask you about this, so I'm glad we're going to talk about Ew. that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then like you said, the kind of the bands you don't know, yeah. or uh, even for me, the bands I do know, but just don't think of mm-hmm. seeing live. That maybe I wouldn't go to their show normally, but right. seeing them there, and I, there were a lot of those. Around. That was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely a good lineup. Um, I. I unfortunately was not able to go Saturday, so I could not see some of and a lot of my like top bands that I really wanted to see were on Saturday. So if oh. I could have gone, I would have definitely, of course, mm-hmm. shined down. Love them so much, and they are always just amazing. Um, definitely wanted to see, of course, Seven Dust, but yeah. I, I was lucky to see them in the city like a few yeah. nights before, so that was cool. With so, clutch of all bands, with clutch, I know. So God, that's such a good one. And then I would have actually really have liked to seen Monster Magnet. Ditto. And I, I didn't catch them because they were playing at the same time as, of course, I'm blanking now. I could pull up the schedule. But they were playing at the same time as another band. And I just didn't, I didn't catch them. And I was bummed. Yeah. Oh, they were playing at the same time as Shine Down. That's why. Oh, mm. well, yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's that's a bad, bad for you guys. But, um, but, of course, on Sunday, I was super, super, super stoked to see the Fever 333. They oh, were, like, my top of my list, you know. So do you know about them? 
Like, I've, have you heard them before? I have. Okay. Yes, yes, I had heard their music before. I kind of, I kind of knew what to expect to a degree, but I wanted to experience it firsthand, and I was so stoked that I did. After that set, I was like, yeah. "Take my money." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Whatever you want." Yeah, they were so fantastic live. Yeah, I think probably my favorite band of the weekend that I'd never heard of before. Yeah, um, they had great merch too, which of course, like after I saw their set, I was like, Kitty. "Yeah, I was like, I gotta go back and buy a shirt." And of course, they were totally sold out. But yeah, um, they were. So so fantastic. The yeah. singer was great. They had this kind of like mix between, I thought of you actually, the lead singer had an edge of like Chester Bennington. Okay. And yeah. then as a whole, they sounded, they had like a little bit of bullet for my Valentine in there, yeah. which is one of my favorites. Um, they had this like great mix of some of my favorite bands. Yeah. But they had incredible stage presence. Their drummer was a beast. And then oh he's like God. climbing the set. <laughs> I was like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, right? Yeah, they were awesome. They were literally like jumping monkeys all over mm-hmm. the stage, just like bam, 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 and like throwing things and jumping into the crowd, taking off the shirts. Like, oh man, I, I was, I dig them. But they were like kind of to me like Rage Against the Machine too. Yes, yeah. that's the other band you that know? I would have put in that sort of mix. Yeah, but they're definitely a political band. Mm-hmm. They're definitely get, trying to get people's attention, but yeah. not you know, in the right ways. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and of course, definitely love. Love, love, love. Bullet from a Valentine. Oh, God. I just, they don't put on a bad show. They don't. And I love their new album, Gravity. It's It's so good. Yeah, have you heard it? Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It is, I literally, like, cannot stop listening to it. It's it's fantastic. So I was stoked to see all that live and, of course, hear some oldies. I think I sent you a text. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, Matt Tuck with a beard. Oh, man. (laughs) Salivating emoji. (laughs) Matt Tuck with a tank top on. I mean, just Matt Tuck. Just Matt Tuck. (laughs) But I hadn't seen him with a beard in so long, and I was like, oh, my God, he's so beautiful. I know. It's really not fair. And then he's just, you know, dominating the stage. I love them. I really wanted to, like, just go, like, through the crowd to like the front but I was like you know I'll see you after the show (laughs) (laughs) um and then of course like System was amazing of two yeah System was great the crowd for System oh they were stoked awesome my gosh like we were I was in the back for System because I've seen them a couple times yeah Um, and it was just so insane up front that I'm like I'm just gonna hang back but people in the back I like I kept hearing people say oh my god I've never seen them they're so incredible people were like crying and just like moshing in the field in the middle of nothing like the energy for that set was really cool yeah for I have to admit for System of a Down like way back when like I wasn't actually big on them (laughs) really that's okay tell us your confessions Mike it was my first time seeing them for oh, sure. Oh, nice! And really, say, you, you yeah, never saw them never with Lincoln Park. They nope. played with Lincoln Park. N- they did. Yeah. I never saw them. Though. Oh, that's so, a surprise! Th- that was my first experience seeing them live, and it was amazing. Yeah, I was like, I, I was along with the other people who were freaking mm-hmm. out. Were like, the, just a great live show, great lights, great everything. And what just, a yeah. way to close out such a big weekend! Because it, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what drove me this year. Was I think both Saturday and Sunday had such stellar lineups that I couldn't yeah. choose one day. Mm-hmm. And to have System be like the closer for mm-hmm. the entire festival was mind blowing. I thought it was great. Yes, well, we had joked about how long their headlining sets are. Like, mm-hmm. I think the, the show they played. Oh, the show they played before was 30 songs. Even last night, oh, mm-hmm. they still fit in 22 songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was the one complaint like, that Alice in Chains was saying, that like they were bummed that they had such a short set. Mm. And William Duvall kept saying, he's just like, oh my God, we had, we had so much more time. Okay, like, quick chat. Okay, now play, what do you guys want to hear? Something you want to hear? Should we play Wood? And the entire crowd yes. was like, Wood! And then didn't they close with Rooster? Yeah. Yeah, that was Which good. was uh, just 
goosebumps. I know. It was like we were walking away as they were like playing that because mm-hmm. we wanted to get a decent spot for system. But yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why? I was actually about maybe like 10 people like right center next to the rail for Alice in Chains. I was like, this is the only band that I'm going to put myself potentially in harm's yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. And I got up close and tell me this isn't insane, but of the thousands of people at this sold out weekend, the guy to my left is from Healdsburg. Oh, nice. And the guy that walks up right behind me works with my roommate at the Grayton Casino. How random. <laughs> like, you've got to be kidding me. I couldn't even find you in that crowd. I know. <laughs> and, and, can we talk about the reception? Yeah. Oh, God. It was so bad, man. I was trying to, like, text Mike. I was trying to text my friend Rachel. And we had, like, just kind of, de- like, dedicated certain areas to meet up when if we ever did get lost. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind smart. of what worked. But, like, the reception sucked. Like, like texts would come in out of order, like, mm-hmm. based on whenever you would possibly get reception. <laughs> yeah. You would tell somebody, I'm at the wine bar. And it's like, okay, yeah, but that was, like, 30 <laughs> minutes ago. I'm at exactly. the bathroom now. Good luck finding me. Yeah. I just feel like for a festival that size, and we're festival goers, we're concert goers in general, and most venues, I think, are, like, they become blackout yes, zones they do. completely. Mm-hmm. I, I have to imagine that at some point, some festival promoter is going to get smart enough and say, it's going to be worth it for us to have an app that works cough cough yeah i didn't have the map loaded the entire weekend <laughs> right um and well, for we them actually, to just set up wi-fi we thought of a of a good app idea i don't know if it exists right <laughs> do we want to share a million it? dollar idea <laughs> million dollar idea i don't know do we want to share it we should i think we should so, so somebody mean, with more money makes it. Come exactly. on, guys, pay attention. Investors, listen. But we said it, so we have proof that it was our idea. That's true. <laughs> Timestamp. So, um, but like, I don't know if this exists. It might exist, but like, find like essentially find your friend in a crowd. Like, if there's oh. a, a location setting for people, but within a crowd in a designated area. I'm That's- live checking the app. <laughs> You know well, what I mean? Oh, and a lot of us, so I went with a group and everybody was like, okay, share your location with the group text so everyone can find us. Yeah. But without reception, but it doesn't without, work. Right. They're like, it's great in theory. I know. Yeah. There, there has to be some sort of a solution. There it. has to be. And and look, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, there's got to be a bunch of towers in the area anyway. Yeah. So I have to imagine that, you know, not that it would be an easy phone call, but like <laughs> that there is some coordination that could happen. For sure. And I love the idea of like, okay, if we're all in Discovery Park, right, or Sacramento within a mile radius of where you're, you know, set a pin, I don't know. Yeah. And, and you guys can all keep track of each other because. Like, I can see that Coco is checking out right. uh, the, th- the Fever 333 at the Capitol Stadium. Yeah, right I'm going to go join I'm her. go over there. Because that band is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, there was a ton of stuff. Uh, there was some great artists yes. doing uh, some display work there. So that was pretty rad. You got some great, great photos of that. I saw. Yeah, there was one artist. Uh, he was on Saturday for me. Let me pull up his name because uh, he was rad. Jose D. Gregorio. Mm. He's at Jose D. Gregorio Art on Instagram. Um, he did this just crazy, like space meets neon rainbow meets like geometry thing it was just so incredible was that the one with like the face inside no he just like was in there like making lines and lines and lines and lines Mm -hmm. and I had gone up when he he was like probably halfway through and I was taking some pictures of him and then I went back yesterday in the morning to see like the finished product Mm -hmm. and I like sent him a dm on instagram I'm like dude do you commission 
can I commission you for a piece? And he yeah. was just like, oh, it's so good to meet you. But I'm like, no, seriously. I'm like, I, I want this mural on my wall in my yeah, house. It's so cool. But there were so many talented um, artists out there. That whole sort of enchanted forest, I think, is what mm-hmm. they called it. Uh, yep. But all the artists from Juxtapose were just really brilliant. Yeah. I love when they do the art. Uh, set up set festivals like that yeah it was it's always so fun to see and there were some people that were like doing some fresh art and we were there on Sunday so yeah it's always cool to see music and art yeah I love it good stuff and I heard from some friends that had gone in years past that this was the first year that they really had a a nice eclectic variety of Mm -hmm. even um like beer and and wine like in years past it was you know the standard sort of like the big names yes um of borderline crampy beer <laughs> and yeah. so this year you know having um belching beaver with the deftones, with the deftones set yes. up they had hop valley there was a lot of big names that i think yeah. made it for a better experience overall and they that. have every year it's caduceus wine cellars that mm-hmm. provides right. the wine so they had they had i think four different wines available which was cool and the wines are really good so it was nice to have that but the the wine garden still was not very big. I wouldn't even call it a garden. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I know. I I, the, the wine I, flower bed. The there wine, <laughs> yeah. It was about that size. Yeah, it was, I, yeah. I'm still holding on to my grudge with Maynard James Keenan. Oh, so. right. Yeah. We'll talk about that on another show. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not drinking any wine from there. <laughs> Give me some belching beaver. Okay? I did. So I supported their tent. <laughs> was it good. good? Was the Yeah, they good? they had a great selection of their beer. Of course, you know, the peanut butter milk stout is always a classic. Everybody oh, was loving that. For sure. Um, and then Phantom Bride, mm-hmm. you know, that they were selling in the tall boy. So yes. people were stoked on that. But I had their uh, honey blonde for the first time. Super refreshing, great for a festival day, nice and hot in Sacramento, so it was good. But their whole staff, everybody that was working their tent was really rad. And they had a bunch of super cool art around their booth, so we were doing a bunch of photo ops and stuff, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love it. And so, uh, speaking of beverages, Mm. they had lots of good food (gasps) as well. And uh, we actually ate at the same place. We did. I think. Did the three of us eat there? I did not eat there. Oh. No. In hindsight, that was a poor choice. <laughs> yeah. On that. What did you have? So it was. What was it called? An arepa? Uh, yeah, arepa. An arepa. Mm. Yeah, you got to say it like that, right? Because he feels <laughs> no, 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 so saucy. Arepa. <laughs> I had the chicken one, and it was absolutely, fantastically delicious, mm-hmm. as well as the yucca fries. Oh, yeah. I did not get the fried plantains, though I really, really wanted I to. I did. They were excellent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I really should have, but instead, my second meal of the day, I got chicken strips and fries. You know, it's like a stark contrast. (laughs) I was very ethnic, and then I was like standard festival food. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you got to go both ways. But they had a lot of really great vendors. I mean, they had sort of that um, the rotisserie chicken place. Yeah, a, a place called Bacon Mania, which I walked by, and I was like very close to stopping at. They had burgers, pizza. A couple barbecue. They had the lobster food truck. The grilled cheese. Yes, I saw the grilled cheese. I've gotten that so many times, though. And they're at so many festivals. Yeah, they are. So, like, you won't miss out. If you go to a festival, you'll see them. I think they're called Drewskis. Oh, Drewskis. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. It is Drewskis. They had tacos. The gyros were really good. I actually, uh, yesterday, I had lunch at Island Noodles. Oh, I don't don't think I saw that. So they were over on the front and long side against the, what is it, second stage, I guess? Yeah. Um, The discovery stage? Yeah, the discovery stage. And it was like just like a a Chinese takeout sort of style box. Oh, yummy. And 
incredible chow mein style noodles mm. with teriyaki chicken. I was like, this is some fancy festival yes. food. Especially for Aftershock. But it was, yes. yeah, especially for Aftershock. But I thought right. even the prices were good. Like I wasn't yeah. overly, I mean, you know, beers at $10 a pop, I'm not a fan of. I only had, I think, four beers all weekend. Yeah. But the food I thought was a step up. From most festivals. It was good. I would say that, that some of the newer, they had some newer vendors, I believe, at this this year than they have the had in past. the past. Mm. In the past, it's pretty much been all fried food and yeah. pizza, which, you know, I'll leave <laughs> some pizza. Yeah, I'll eat pizza anytime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I was stoked to see the place that had the arepas. That, that I was, was too. That was really good and healthy. Yeah, and as soon as I saw it, I like I had a group of like four people with me. I'm like, yeah. beeline it. We're going to have arepas. Like, sorry, yes. everyone's having this for lunch. It's hella good. <laughs> Hella good. I don't think anybody was mad, so that's right. So what did you guys think of the whole setup? Well, you stayed over, you stayed in a hotel nearby. So did you Uber or Lyft there? Uh, we actually Airbnb'd. Uh, oh, right. And we did Uber, okay. which was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, it's the only time I think that I'm really happy saying I took a cab. Oh. Even though he went the long way around mm. on the way back, like to make himself an extra 10 bucks, uh-huh. it was still $30 cheaper than taking an Uber. Oh, because wow. of the surcharges. So not only that, it's just, you know, because they know that the festival is happening, you know, both Uber and Lyft, they're like, oh, prime time. Yes. And they totally jack their rates. Mm. So, you know, yeah. pros and cons with Uber and Lyft. I had no, I have no problem sort of supporting that, mm-hmm. but it was insanity yeah. last night getting out of the venue, and everyone is looking for an Uber or a Lyft or a cab. Yes. I called three different cab companies, and they're like, I have no one in the area available. And then every Lyft, like, we'd have to, you know, we'd see them driving by, and we'd be like, do you have a ride? Do you have a ride? Do you have a ride? Yeah. <laughs> like, just trying to get one. Uh-huh. It was crazy. We had to walk almost a mile and a half away from the venue to Did finally you- catch... Did you leave like after system was done or did you leave a little earlier? So I tend to leave about like three songs before the set is over, which, you know, depending on the band, I wouldn't typically do. But uh, I had seen system before. So I was like, let's do it. Plus I'm old. My entire body hurts. I'm over it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, we had some friends that were really, really far up close for system. So we had to wait for them to get out of the crowd. So that's probably why it wasn't so great. But yeah, we left a little or we left a little earlier before they closed out and we definitely we had some trouble getting an uber our uber but not it wasn't that bad we it wasn't totally clear to me because we snuck out the back oh. and by the like, psycho state or the um, by the third stage yeah, the third area street, yeah. yeah which was like the that's like the secret pickup point for uber like oh, really? from what i i don't i don't know if that's true or not because like i just saw like all these horror stories from people who went out the front and were like stuck oh, in yeah. traffic for 10 hours well they had the lift but, uh, like what do you call it the the lift lounge the lift lounge oh. area where basically if you could get enough reception to call a lift <laughs> they had this giant parking lot in one of the businesses like just their uh, parking lot mm-hmm. that they were routing um, through mm. and so they as the cars would pull in they would like assign them sort of a different section of the parking lot like ABC or D or whatever and then they would just like yell someone's names like Amy <laughs> your lift's an A and like you'd have to go find them but nobody had reception so like this is a <laughs> Great in theory, guys, but nothing is working. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. Logistically, there were definitely some things that I think I would have uh, done better, maybe. Yeah. But I didn't mind the way that the stages were set up, like from the actual festival standpoint. I thought it was good. I did think that there was definitely some overlap in sound, which was a little unfortunate yes. sometimes. There were, depending on where you were sitting or standing. Yeah. Mm. I'm pretty yeah. sure Everlast is still playing. <laughs> 
dude, right? I was like, uh, can you be done, bro? Thanks. <laughs> did he push? Well, they, I guess. Oh, yeah. They, they pushed their time. Yeah, because they were still playing when systems started. Yeah. And it was like. It went a good 10 sh- to 15 minutes over. Like, I agree. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So let's hear this Red Sun Rising or wait, what was it? Yeah, Red oh, Sun Rising. Yeah. This is the most inside story that no one cares about, but I'm still going to complain I about it. I care. I <laughs> care. So I, I, it's partly my fault because I didn't read my emails. Aww. But <laughs> so, <laughs> so getting there on the first day and checking in usually, I mean, when you pick up your wristbands, it's usually at the box office where it always is. Uh, <laughs> but this year, not only did I, I did the Uber drop off at the opposite side of the festival. So I was like, oh, that's fine. All right, I'll run around the other side. Sure. So, which is like a half mile in itself. <laughs> I get there and they're like, oh, no, no, pickups at the Renaissance Hotel. <gasps> what? Cool. Okay. It's got to be in that business park across the street. I'll just hop over there. It'll be like five minutes. So I asked one of the police officers there. I was like, oh, looking for this street. Where is it? He said, do you have a car? Oh, said, no. No. <laughs> so it was about two miles down the road and around at like the farthest hotel they could find. What? So I ran down there, picked it up. You and then ran Uber's. or did you get an Uber? I ran. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. <laughs> So I'm really I, happy I was not there on I Saturday. I got my then. cardio in on Saturday. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. And then Ubered back and got in. So I, I got to hear some of Red Sun Rising from the outside. But I made it for Seven Dust, so that was what counted. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, what was your Red wow, Sun? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Again, logistics. Yes. Yeah. Making read, a red mark for that one. Read those emails, Mike. <laughs> read those emails. I, it still doesn't make sense why they would have done that. So, it was a long you know. way away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Red Sun Rising, I'd heard some good things about them, and mm-hmm. so I was really looking forward to seeing them. And I wouldn't say that they were bad by any means. Mm. Uh, for me, though, I, I feel like they didn't quite fit the bill. Okay. And I mean that sort of literally. <laughs> um, they they were a bit more poppy, I guess, in oh. terms of like the metal scene. Mm. You know, a lot of these bands, uh, while some of them, you know, even like Shinedown, I would say, has a few songs that are more on that sort of skewing poppy a bit sure. on the rock mm-hmm. spectrum. Mm-hmm. They were way more than I thought they were going to be. Uh, so from that standpoint, I don't know that they necessarily fit the weekend for me, but they sounded really good. Okay. So the lead singer had a stellar voice. Uh, it was really cohesive. They put out a lot of sound. Yeah. So I just, you know, I was like, oh. Are, there, are they a band <laughs> that you would go see if they were to come? I mean, they're no Fever 333. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, like, I'm still totally crushing on those guys. It was just such a great set. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know who I actually really enjoyed that I, I don't know why this band has been off of my radar, but is at the drive-in. Did you catch their set at all? I got to hear a couple of their songs because they were playing at the same time as somebody else. And so I went towards the tail end and I'm going to be honest, I don't really remember. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, they were really good. Like they definitely, I don't know the name, I don't know the name of their like hit song that I do know when, when they played, I was like, oh, they play this song. Mm. But, um... But overall, their set was fantastic. Their set, they sounded great. The one thing I was curious about with them, I, I don't know if there was any more story to it, but like they finished their set 10, 15 minutes early. Oh. Oh, and they did, yeah. Yeah, it seemed, like, I don't know if they just weren't thrilled. With I think it. probably Everlast called and said, we'll yeah, exactly. <laughs> they kept yelling at everybody to wake up, like, come on, guys, wait. And so I don't know if they were just like, we're done. Good night, everybody. Or oh, it, interesting. So there may not have been a story there. It just, no, well, I've, I've seen, seen that happen. really early that they yeah. just closed up shop. I was like, okay. Interesting. <laughs> it seemed like the crowd was into that, but it, it seemed also like quite a few bands 
had shorter sets mm-hmm. this time around. I don't know what that was about. And Saturday, especially, which yeah. I know that you weren't at necessarily, but Saturday, they stacked bands. I mean, it was like a packed day, I feel mm. like, in comparison to Sunday. So there were a lot of s- shorter sets on okay. Saturday. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, System of a Down that closed out, I think they their set started at 7.30, whereas yeah. the closer on Saturday, you know, Deftones, they started at like 9.30, or, 8.50, something oh, wow. like that. So, big difference. Yeah. I have to say, the fact that the festival on Sunday ended at 8.50 was awesome. Yeah. I was stoked. (laughs) Hashtag old. Hashtag over 30. Yeah. Over 35. (laughs) Hashtag I need to go to sleep and drive two hours home. Yeah. Well, that's really the thing, right? Is like we have such a trek home. Sometimes I feel like I was talking to some friends and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll go to Sacramento for a show at Ace of Spades on like a Wednesday. I'm like, I'm going to be sleeping. Yeah. I used to do that all the time. I used to go. I mean, we're going to the city on tomorrow, Tuesday, to go see a show. But um, but I used to do that all the time, and it was you know, no problem. We and used then, to do that all yeah, the time. <laughs> exactly. And, like, get, you know, three hours of sleep and be, you know, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed yep. in the morning. Not no big happening deal. no more. Mm-mm. Uh, nope. re- remember when we didn't need much sleep? I do. <laughs> Good days, guys. <laughs> um, I, I see you have the line of here pulled up, and I, I got to talk about Incubus. Okay. Just need a minute. Sure. So I saw Incubus a few years back on my birthday. I bought tickets to see, funnily enough, them with Deftones. Oh, yeah. Um, I think they played at Shoreline, which is like my most hated venue. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's true. It it's the worst venue, unless you have seats and they have to be decent. Um, and I think, yeah, Deftones, because they were doing, it was a co-headlining tour. And so Deftones played first and mm. they were unbelievable. They were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then Incubus played and I was like... Oh, <laughs> it, it was so anticlimactic. Yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't sure if like, are they having an off day? Is maybe like the space too big? Like, can they mm-hmm. not really fill that sort of like arena sized, you know, venue? So I was a bit hesitant to see them this weekend. And did you not see them? Did you not go to Bottle Rock and see them recently? I did not. No. Okay. So I'm did, very okay. selective with Bottle Rock because sure. like I, the older I've gotten, the more people hating I've become oh yeah <laughs> like yeah, giant I crowds totally I'm like, I can't do it um so no I didn't go to that bottle rock but um I this weekend I was really happy they were playing at the same time as Alice or like I should say like when they finished Alice in Chains went on yes and I was trying to get a good spot for Alice in Chains but I could hear them and they were televising or whatever you know Mm-hmm. screen share um they're set and they sounded really good so then at that moment I'm like standing up eight rows from the front and I was like oh man Maybe you should have given him a second chance. <laughs> but so they, they sounded re- good. They, they rectified They their have redeemed themselves, redeemed yes. Redeemed themselves, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and I wish I would have been up closer for Deftones, considering that was a Sacramento hometown show. Yeah, like, that's people true. People were out of control, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to get too close for Deftones because people like to watch the Deftones. <laughs> I'm old. Like, I can't I be in liked, that pit. I liked Incubus. Incubus. Um, I don't know. I like them, but I just... Uh, I don't know. I just don't get like so excited about yeah. them. I mean, I feel like if I'm going to see them, I know I'm going to see a solid show, mm. but I'm not going to get You're not like, pumped. I'm not going to get that. No. Yeah. I'm not going to get, yeah, like, let's go. Incubus for me is definitely a band that I had their, al- I have their albums. I mean, I, you know, yeah. <laughs> I still listen to CDs um, <laughs> and I, I will put them on, but yeah, I, I think the same thing like there are some bands that when they perform you're just like oh my god you can't get this out of a cd yeah it's true. and then there are other bands that you're like it's 
the pretty same. much the, the same. The same. So I don't really want to pay that ticket price yeah. to just do what I can from the comfort of my own home. <laughs> right. I know. Well, and now they're they're televising some festivals mm-hmm. on YouTube That's a good or whatever, point. which which is great. I don't know. Like it's it's interesting to see how that whole thing is going to play out in the future. Yeah. You know, with regards to attendance and. I don't know. Maybe that's an extra way for bands to get some revenue coming in, but I'd like to hear that happen. Yeah, you know, I feel like so many times when you have these giant promoters, even selling merch, like mm-hmm. you know, the bands aren't really getting no a fair cut. The house you know? gets so much. It's so even much. at even at regular concert venues, mm-hmm. the house gets a cut of their yeah, merch. It's which massive. I kind of hate, but you know, yeah. everybody's I, got to make money. That, that's kind of where I was actually. There were a few bands, like I said, that I wanted to buy merch for. And I, I always teeter between like, but am I really giving the band money yeah. or am I giving the promoter money? So then I'm like, okay, take a picture of what you really like and then go to their website. Exactly. That's or, what I'm going to do with the fever. I'm going to buy something on their, on their we website. We got to get those kitty shirts. I know. <laughs> so cute. I love Speaking it. Speaking of kitty shirt, did you guys go buy the Take Me Home booth? I saw yes. it. Yes. Oh my gosh. They are so cute. <laughs> they are. They had some, so Take Me Home is a, a nonprofit organization that helps obviously uh, adopt out animals. Um, big supporters of pit bulls as a breed, which is yes. really cool because they get such a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had this, their mosh pit shirt. And they had this incredible <laughs> mosh so pit cute. shirt. And it's the, the pit bull with like the slash top hat on and it's like all metaled out. It was so cute. Yeah. Of course they had the show me your kitties tank top. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, can't figure out if I feel like it's obscene or super cute. Yeah, right. I don't know. And, and the then two I saw kitties, right? The placement of exactly the, <laughs> the placement of the kitties were you know appropriate, I suppose, for the shirt. But yeah. I saw so many people wearing it that uh, over the weekend that I'm like, I feel like I don't have to buy it now because I don't want those kitties placed. <laughs> I did there. buy. So last, the cool thing about that booth is that they will do like T-shirt design for you. So yes. if you buy a band T-shirt, you take it to them, or you buy one of their shirts, mm-hmm. and they'll kind of slice it up and dice it up however you want it. Super cool. So so I bought a Slayer shirt last year nice. and took it to them and had them cut it up and just make it into like a cool tank top for me. Yeah. So then I could just kind of wear it to the gym. I love that idea. Yeah. It's fun to personalize your shirts. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of shirts sometimes too. And I noticed, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, a lot of the merch that they sell is for like men. Yes. They don't really have a lot of options for women or they at least don't. nice merch for women. No. I don't know about you, but I'm not a fan of like every shirt I have having a skull that looks like it's like murdering something, you know. <laughs> well, I do like that, but. <laughs> I mean, a skull is fine, but it's like there were some that I'm like, I don't want to wear that. Yeah. You know, I want to support this band that I like. But for sure. So having sort of that alternative of like, all right, slice and dice it, make it fit me. Yeah. And it still looks pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I agree. But speaking of, let's talk about some of people watching. Ooh, yeah. I, mean, I love people watching at festivals. Well, at, at Aftershock, the people watching is so fun. And I saw so many unnecessary butt cheeks that Ooh, yeah. I am good for uh, the rest of my life. Mm. Mike, so, tell us how you feel about uh, all that people watching in this budget. There were some gr- a lot yeah, of costumes right? this year. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That pumpkin guy. There was the pumpkin guy. Um, there was a guy, I want to say during Godsmack, dressed up as a dragon, but he was like, he was <laughs> like in the middle of the pit, but like he was like the sad mosher. Like he wasn't, <laughs> he was in his dragon suit just with a sad face, like walking through it. It was what? really strange. So That's kind of awesome. It was a, it was a funny visual. So I, I was big on the costumes. I enjoyed those. I wonder what <laughs> extracurricular activities 
made that happen. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? Good question. Um, exactly. I did see a few furries, guys that like had cut off sleeves to like big furry costumes and oh. like were just wearing like the hoods of them and yeah. then like they looked like jumpers on the guys because <laughs> oh they were God. giant dudes <laughs> that had like cut off the arms and legs. I'm like, it is so hot right now. Yeah. Why are you wearing that? I just saw some random guy like walking around with no shirt on but a Spider-Man mask on. I'm like, that <laughs> is creepy. I could have been the same spider. Like there was a legit Spider-Man yeah. full on cat suit. Oh my God. And again, I'm like, it's 90 degrees outside. What are you doing? Um, yeah. But people were stoked, of course, like trying to take pictures with everybody in costumes. I saw a handful of bananas. Did you guys see no, that? No, oh. I did not. You there saw was a few bananas. bananas. Always a few bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always a few bananas. Um, the chick on stills who was pouring shots. Oh, yeah. That oh, was cool. Yep, yep. Guys were like all about that. Oh, yeah. And they, she was like slapping them. And yeah. I love when guys it. walk up to me and they're like, oh, are you giving away free shots? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> not how this works. Yeah. You got to earn it, sucker. I did enjoy the, I'm blanking on the term for it now, but the uh, the translator Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. The ASL. So, (laughs) like, it was like the rock show version of that. They were, like, so into it. And you've seen, like, YouTube videos of them at, like, Slayer shows or whatever. No. You haven't? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You got to go down the rabbit hole on YouTube. There are some great videos of the ASL uh, folks at the, like, next to the stage. And you're, like, watching these guys just, like, go to town, all this hair, their head banging. And then you've got like a chick on the side and yes. she's just as like intense, exactly. but it's incredible. It's such a skill. I, I don't even know how you would do that to some of these songs. I know, but it's, it's cool. I have a friend who is super into ASL. So, but obviously like it, these are hearing individuals who mm-hmm. know yeah. the language and, um, yeah, it's that's like her dream job, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like when we all were like, oh, my God, we want to do concert photography. And then, uh-huh. you know, you guys go to shows all the time. And I see some of your pictures. I'm like, oh, they're living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all Mike's photos. Mine come out blurry. and like standing right next to him trying to take a picture. I'm like, Mike, will you oh, post whatever. that so I can share it? Thanks. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, man. Oh, you just passed something that I wanted to uh, mention. Did you guys, I know you weren't there on Saturday, but did you happen to catch the Vinnie Paul tribute? Oh, oh I meant to mention that. I walked in during the last 90 seconds of it. Did I you catch it? See. How was, did you? I'm really like getting goosebumps thinking about it. It was so incredible. Yeah. So like I, for some reason, I I thought it was so much longer ago. I feel like time is, I don't even know. Yeah. Hashtag over 35. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was really sad to miss out on Hell Yeah for obvious reasons because they also put on a really great show. But yeah. uh, the amount of like love and effort that went into that from so many bands because Sully from Godsmack uh, came on stage. Jonathan uh, Davis also came on stage. And they just all were... It was just, I don't know, it was like so emotional. They're like, all so passionate. They're all so passionate. Yeah. And they were so like, sad. we really want to do him justice. And his wife was there and she was on stage. Oh. And everybody in the crowd was like yelling at the top of their lungs. I actually took a video um, towards the end when Sully and Jonathan were singing uh, Walk. Oh. oh, man. Like the energy in the crowd. People were like hugging. Like oh. th- that's something that I wanted to just mention. And I think that a set specifically is what made it for me is we you know have been to so many shows in our time Mm -hmm. and I think the only time I've almost ever gotten into a physical altercation (laughs) was at a Colby Calais show (laughs) dude I know I'm not joking Mm -hmm. I I know you know I do know this woman was just horrible and she's got kids there and she's yelling at me and I'm like you have your children 
present. <laughs> you are setting a terrible example. And she wanted to fight me. And I'm like, I, I'm, this is not happening. Yeah. And then I've been to shows like Slayer. I've been to Manson. I've been to so many bands. Five Finger Death Punch for crying out loud. Like so many bands that like all you see is mosh. And then in this moment, I'm watching, you know, this whole tribute and I'm looking around the audience and people are hugging people are like tearing up they're like holding each other they're moshing and like apologizing for hitting the person too hard <laughs> mm-hmm. like there's something about metal yes. as a genre I agree that I love so much while the people watching may be something out of this world mm-hmm. they're genuinely awesome just nice people they and are. that that uh, set for me like again I'm getting solidified like, that yeah and I'm getting goosebumpy just because it makes me so happy that cool people like that exist <laughs> yeah my friend has a shirt it says angry music for happy people <laughs> oh yeah because you know what I mean honestly I feel like I, I you know we as you said we've we've gone to all types of shows mm-hmm. um in our lifetime and all of the rock shows the majority of the time the rock shows the metal shows when you are walking through a crowd you accidentally bump somebody oh sorry like cool you know mm-hmm. if you want to get in the pit and get your anger out or get your whatever you need to get out that, you got a spot to do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to like rock out and be crazy in your little spot and you accidentally bump somebody, they get it. If you do that at any other kind of a show, <laughs> you're going to get some chick up in your face be like, eh, me, me, me. You know, but like, this is why we go to shows doing? with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't put up with that crap. I don't put up with it. No, but it's like, you know, like I'm sorry that I accidentally nicked your mm-hmm. freaking vodka crayon, honey. Okay. <laughs> Like, that was not my intention. <laughs> yeah. No, so, you're right. I mean, and when you go to rock shows, it's just, I feel like there is such a community mm-hmm. there that you just, you know, if yeah. you're there, you're you're part of that community and you're not, yeah. you're not there to beat each other up. Totally. So. And if you do, it's obviously, you know. You've signed up good, for it. Right. You've signed up for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not out to kill you. It's no. great. It's a mutual aggress- aggression yeah. that you're getting out, but yeah. Yeah, a friend of mine, actually, that I went with over the weekend, he was in the mosh for, I can't even remember what band now, of course, and he was just, he came out, you know, like, like totally raging, Yeah, and and, uh, we were like, oh my God, how was it? And he's like, I met the nicest guy. (laughs) It's true, and like that kind of music, it just makes you want to like get out there and like get like, just like jump up and down and go crazy. But like, but yeah. it's good. Like the Fever 333, like I oh, was like, man. I was in the back because I wasn't sure what to expect. How did we miss each other? Oh my God. I don't know. But like when they came, but as their set progressed, I was like, sorry, I'm going to the front. So yeah. I like ran up to the front and got as close as I could yeah. and just started, you know, just going crazy. And everybody else was too. And it was just fine. You know, people were stoked on their set. Yeah. I wish they would have had a, a, almost a bigger crowd. I feel like people missed out on that show. I agree. I definitely feel like they're going to be a band that we're going to say, I saw them back when. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope so. They've got an incredible talent. Yeah, for sure. Who else is on here? There's a lot of bands that I didn't get to see. I'm not sure if... Um, There's a weird one that you may have seen waiting ooh. for Shinedown. Mm. It was, I can't imagine what it was like to actually watch. Uh, Action Bronson. Oh. Is he a thing? <laughs> is this... I don't know what that is. I didn't get to see him, but I heard I had some friends that I went with that saw him, and uh, they dug it. I guess. Really? I, I mean, apparently, it didn't translate over the video screen. It, he's he's a very large man mm-hmm. and uh, a rapper. I think a very large. Yeah, man. he and he was the one that when I saw on screen, I was like, "Is that DJ Khaled?" <laughs> exactly. Oh. It's like who's that? 
to, covered in tattoos and just uh-huh. and his set was basically just strolling to each side of the stage just smoking his big doobie mm-hmm. like that was that was his set that was what he did and like, huh. <laughs> when he stopped he, i gotta stop this song i just choked on my own spit i was like oh my god i did okay, not hear that all right do what you need to do get yourself together <laughs> that just makes me want to hmm. puke in my mouth goes, that's gross yeah Really, <laughs> this this is more important than my song, so I'm gonna finish this, and then he just he just finishes off smoking, and I it was a weird set. I I don't know if maybe it was different to actually watch it, but I, I mean, <laughs> it was very confusing. I only like ba- barely heard it on the you know from peripheral sound or whatever, yeah. but I wasn't like, oh man, I missed that set. <laughs> what about Guar? Did you guys see Guar? I did not. No, <laughs> no, no Guar. Uh, they were playing at the same time as somebody else, of course. So, like, I didn't see yeah. them. But um, priorities. Uh, I did catch some of the great pictures that uh, AfterShock posted on Instagram, and uh, it of looks Guar. like yeah, and it looks like they had a great time. I think they're always a fun oh, band to see. They were playing at the same time as Godsmack, and you oh, know where I was. Oh, right, duh. come on. What about uh, asking Alexandria? So I saw some of their set, and they sounded pretty good. Um, I think for me, they were a band that, again, like never really having seen live. I've heard a few other songs. Um, I wasn't like blown away yeah. by any means, but they looked like they were having a damn good time on stage. Well, Mike was saying he thought they sounded a little soft. I always thought they were like a heavier, screamier band, and um, they are not. Yeah, and they're not. I was, I was quite wrong. <laughs> I think they're like... What a bummer. Unmelodic. <laughs> Yeah, like melodic, you know, I don't know, metal band. M- melodic, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, a new melodic. genre. That's a, that's a new genre, yeah. Exactly. Melodic rock pop. Uh, but the lead singer, Danny Warsop, he um, he has like a country album. He released a country album. Okay, well, I feel like then that makes more sense. But he's he's Australian. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I, I'm like, do they have a twang in Australia? Keith Urban. Mm. Oh, you know what? There's a handful of them. That's true. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Sorry. That's, no, that's <laughs> Didn't want to just like start name no, dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I've never, ne- I've never but been But it's to funny Australia. because Keith Urban, when he sings, you also don't hear his accent. Yeah. And then when he stops in his shows and starts talking, you're like, oh, sh- that's right. But you're do Australian. They, but do they have like a twang? Like, you know, like the country twang? Uh, I wouldn't say he has a... I mean, if you... I've listened to a lot of Keith Urban. I've seen him live. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't really have a twang. He doesn't. He just like sings he like, has, about like a his slight... truck and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, driving out in the yeah. in the great white open with all those wallabies and yeah. kangaroos. Um, Giant bugs. I don't know that he has a twang, but he's got an accent a bit. Okay. Not like an Australian accent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I should familiarize myself with no Steve Irwin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, oh, but was this Saturday? I thought, I'm pretty sure this was Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, Did you see Sloth Rust? Yes. I'm dying to know what you think. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason I was like, I got to ask Coco about this. Yeah, so we went over there to check them out. So so they were interesting. They were good. They just reminded me of a very, like, 90s band. Mm. They were like, they, like, need to belong on, like, a John Hughes, like, soundtrack. Yes. With kids. Uh, my friend's uh, husband was like, yeah, they need to be, like, it, it's like the kids running through a library or something. Like, <laughs> like a breakfast club style. Like a breakfast club, Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. like that's kind of what I got from them is like 90s vibe. Yeah. So, but they were good. They were fun. I would definitely check them out again. I think I want to see them again only because like I didn't really get 
enough of their set to yeah. like make a judgment yeah the chick's voice though she was pretty badass she was very 90s to me as well like i mm-hmm. kept channeling sort of like a daria meets oh my god yes what's her name i can't stand her courtney love there was like something about that combination of mm-hmm. like just emo and angry you know <laughs> yeah and she had like the platinum blonde hair but she had this like deep raspy super cool voice mm-hmm. but i didn't hear enough of this set to like I didn't hear fully a lot understand of it them. either. I was just yeah. drawn in by their name because I'm like sloth rest. Yeah, what does that mean? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're a band that you need to see in like a smaller venue. Yeah. For sure. I agree with that. And for a three piece, they put out quite a bit of sound. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, so, did anybody see All Them Witches? No. No. I didn't either. I really wanted to know what those guys were about. When did they play? Uh, it was Sunday, uh, 2 o'clock. But the reason yeah. I didn't see them is because I did see a band that I was real stoked on, Black Veil Brides. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Is this like a, a polarizing <laughs> decision here? Oh, I've got to know. I want to see how this develops. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, uh, they're one of those bands for me that I've seen many times. Mm. And uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, they're fine. They're for- fine. They don't do a lot for me. I feel like they were more interesting when they like had their getup of makeup and everything. Oh, see, I, I don't know anything like prior to this oh. weekend. Oh, oh, let me. Let I me, know. Oh, let me show you, honey. <laughs> what? Okay. So for me, like musically, their sound was sort of like, which I very like different, but uh, sort of like that that deep crunch, bassy, black veil bride, dark. Oh my god. <laughs> This is what they That is not at all what I no. saw on stage. Yeah. Andy Black. Well He has a solo album that I think that you would really enjoy. Okay. So check well that for out. me it was like a bit bullet for my Valentine meets like my yeah. chemical romance. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I could see that. Because they were really melodic. Yes. Um, but they sounded great. Like I really, really enjoyed their set. And yes, they did not have that makeup on. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been like, and kiss. Yeah, um, right. But they they sounded really good. And I was no, like, oh, they shoot, are. I've never heard of this band. Like, I've heard of them, but I never listened to them. Yeah. No, they're good. I just, uh, I don't know. They just don't do a lot for me, per se. But I don't have any, like, anything against yeah. them. Or I'm not like, oh, I hate that band. It's just, I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, let's talk cool. about it in two years. And I might be like, oh, God, they're so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, did you catch Dorothy? No, I saw ah, that you posted. I want to know great. about it. Tell me. She's amazing. So I've seen her, I guess, two times now. Maybe three times? Two times. Yeah. I uh, saw her at The Independent mm-hmm. a long time ago. And then um, and then just saw her, of course, at, at um, I was going to say Battle Rock, at Aftershock. <laughs> and, uh, she, you know, she's just great. She just, like, has this amazing vibe about her. She, like, kind of, like, has a throwback vibe to her. But, mm-hmm. like, she has, like, super attitude. Like, she had a bit I of, like, Janis Joplin it. for me, yes, which is exa- really cool. Yeah, absolutely. So, amazing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, great band. Fun songs. Yeah. Now, I feel like, you know, record labels do this intentionally. And I'm just going to throw out there like the Backstreet Boys and Sync situation, right? Like they just released them at the same time. Sure. So of course the first thing that came to mind, I was like, Hailstorm. Oh, you think so? Yeah, well, you've got a super badass chick singer Mm -hmm. backed by a really solid band. Yeah. Compare and contrast. I'm curious your thoughts. Um, like my, on like my thoughts. Between Dorothy and Lizzie. Um, I don't know. 
what do you think? I think Mike? first album there was a lot of similarities. They okay. were trying yeah. they were trying to go the hailstorm route a little because their first album's more kind of modern rock. It yeah. is, yes. Uh, and then she sort of went on like this seventies kick mm-hmm. and came back and the like Janice. Re- rebirthed yeah. as <laughs> as Janis Joplin. And, yeah, um, yeah. She had like a very like whimsical, mm-hmm. um, like kind of look about her. She had like that. Goldie, oh my gosh! Which I, I want. I like want to cape. I want to like Instagram her or something and just be like, "Where did you get that?" I know because <laughs> I need it. It was like black and glittery. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like now she's definitely her own thing. Like it's yeah. it's cool. a whole different world from how they started. But I think yeah. record labels kind of force you to do that. They're like, "This is what yeah. we think you should mm-hmm. be," and then you're like, mm, "Okay, I'll play that for one album, and then I'm going to do what I mm-hmm. want to do." But um, no, I like both of their albums her album and um i just think that she's a very talented female with a great band behind her Mm. the band's changed the lineup has changed Mm. a couple of times um so i think it's definitely like her that's like the focus of that band of course i mean it's named dorothy but Mm -hmm. (laughs) but what awesome studio musicians can i get to tour with me (laughs) yeah but um i don't know if i i mean i mean hailstorm is an amazing band too but i just feel like they're we're really different i mean like Lizzie, she's like i mean this latest album i mean Mm -hmm. she's like screaming up in your face i haven't heard the latest one and um Yeah. Mike's like, leave right now and go listen to it. Yeah, I just feel like the the vibe of, they're just so different. So I don't know if there really is a big comparison for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, like you were saying, the first album, Hailstorm, was like very modern, like new rock. Mm. And she's got an incredibly powerful voice. But listening to Dorothy this weekend, I was like, oh, dang, they've got this like throwback, super Janis Joplin. Yeah. uh, Very similar sounds, except her voice like very much transforms the sound into something very different Mm -hmm. from Hailstorm. But I was curious. Lizzie, when when I first heard Hailstorm, like back in the day, like Mm -hmm. she reminded me of like Alita Ford. Yes. You know? Yes. I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. All three of those bands toured with each other. Really? Yeah. Ace of Spades, probably three or four years ago. Oh, that would have been a Storm, cool. Lita oh, that's Ford, right. and Dorothy. Dorothy. Yeah, that's no right. No way. I really wanted to go to that show. <laughs> I mean, some but. concert promoting was like, let's put these guys together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, thanks for your input on that. I, I will check out the new Hailstorm album. So it's, not, you know, frowned upon. Yeah, it's good. It's intense, but it's it good. Yeah. But I like it. She has such a strong voice yeah. that I, I don't think I would mind hearing her belts it out a little bit more for sure she's got a good scream she does yeah. well you hear it a lot <laughs> <laughs> great just the kind of thing i like yeah well um thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us about aftershock and all the fun music yeah the bands and thank the you for inviting me yeah. uh, i'm really sad that we didn't get to connect at the venue i know uh, next time we'll have to do a redo next but i'm year. really glad that i went this year it was a solid lineup and uh, while I'm too old for festivals, my ears and heart were very happy. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you just got to get out there and do it. Yeah. No Next time I'm just going to bring my wheelchair and it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, catch us uh, next Tuesday for the newest episode. We pre-promote it, but we don't know what we're doing. We don't know. It's a mystery. Exactly. We'll all learn together. (laughs) Yeah. 